Hey, I'm Jess. Hey, I'm Heidi. And this is a Better Beauty Business Podcast, where we give you weekly tips on how to start your beauty business. Welcome to today. Welcome. Welcome, welcome. I won't sing. Uh-huh. Oh, you know. So, you guys, the last couple weeks, we've been talking about, like, picking your perfect product and pricing your services and How to make retail rules. and rules. But, you know, none of that's really important if you don't have a clientele. True story. Yep. And really, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I have all these people coming in. Well, are they customers? Are they clients? Mm-hmm. Are they ideal clients? Or are they just somebody who really likes you, but you don't really have a connection with? Well, and, and you need to know the difference between a customer and a client. Like right. a customer is somebody who comes to you occasionally. Right. You know, like I have clients who, um, I have clients who are, um, that come in and I only see them like, in the summertime and I do like two pedicures. Right. And really they're, they, the only reason I even call them clients is because they do come back every year. Right. But, but really realistically they are not an income that I rely on. So they're just customers. So if they're just somebody who comes in randomly or you see them once or twice a year, they're not really clients. They're more customers. Right. Your clients are people that, um, give you your, they fill your book. They fill your book and they give you your steady, your steadier income. Yep. But now then there's a difference also between a clientele or a client and your ideal client. Yeah. Because a client, I mean, I've had people over the years that really when I first started, they would come all the time. And though we didn't, I didn't really enjoy them. Their energy wasn't great. Like they would still come in every month. So I would consider them a client. Mm-hmm. But they slowly, like, people can feel each other's energy. And usually they don't usually hang out very long and they'll find somewhere they feel well, there's some people a better connection. Absolutely oblivious. Yeah. And some people just are like, oh my God, I love you. And they keep coming back, even though they kind of make your job a little bit of hell. Yeah. And they don't have boundaries and they don't listen to your boundaries and they don't care that you have boundaries. And they're like, well, I'm special and, mm-hmm. you know, you, whatever. You sure are. And <laughs> so there is that difference between that and. Your ideal client is really the person that you really want to work with. Yeah, someone that um, you respect, but also that you know respects you. Somebody who has um, a lot of the same values and, um, you know, a lot of the same likes and dislikes and, you know, and but also someone who absolutely respects that you are a professional yep. and they treat you like a professional. Yep. They respect the fact that this is how you make your money. And so they're not going to screw with that. Yeah. If they know show, they're the first ones to call and go, Oh my gosh, you charge my card. Yeah. And if you don't charge it, if you have online, I've had clients who are, I'm like, no, you know, you had this emergency. They're like, no, this is your business and they yeah. will go on and charge themselves. Yeah. Like, this is how you pay your bills. That's what you want. You want someone who understands that, you know, like I'm not just your nail girl or I'm not right. just your, well, you know, like the girl who waxes my vagina. You are the, you are a professional in the beauty industry right. and deserve to be treated as a professional. People right. do not pull this kind of crap at their doctor's office. No. And we, you know, it's services people want. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, my mortgage company does not take smiles. No. And 
appreciation and no. wow you're so good at your job but i don't really want to pay you right so they don't take that and be like well you're really good at being a mortgage company but i just don't feel like actually giving you the money right and and if you if you just no show your doctor's office they charge you for that uh, you know show them twice anymore and they fire you yeah they will and a lot of times you can't get into another one for mm-hmm. a long time yeah so you know you should be just as respected and and that is where you want to spend your time finding clients you love. Right. Finding your ideal client that you want to continue to do their hair, nails, waxing, right. facials, whatever, well, until, you know, until you retire. And, you know, a really good thing, too, is... Um, you know, and I've done this and a lot of people have done this for like your ideal relationship. And I know people who've done it for their ideal jobs. Yeah. And, you know, and it's from, I actually did it after I did Tony Robbins' Ultimate Edge Mm -hmm. and the relationship part of it. And it's, you take one page, you know, and you, or one list, it's your absolute non-negotiables, what you look for in a partner. Your must has. Your must and things that you will not bend on. Yep. The qualities. And then you have a list of kind of things you'll settle. Like it's okay if they, you know, are not a great dancer. Mm -hmm. You know, things that aren't really pushing your boundaries, but you would like them to be. But, you know, if they're not, it's not a deal breaker. Right. And then you have to make a list of the type of person you need to be to attract these type of people. Mm -hmm. So this kind of list actually works across the board for any type of relationship job, relationship, you're building relationships with your clients. So knowing exactly the type of person you want coming in is going to be huge. And like we talked about before, like pricing your services, Mm -hmm. that is going to be part of that because you are going to bring in well, every, a higher end if you're higher end. Well, and, like every bit of how you set up your salon is going to um, influence the kind of client you have right. coming into your salon. Right. You know, if you uh, don't care what everybody wears, you swear like a sailor and you, you know, are, you know, I don't know, eating at your table and bite your fingernails. Like those are the kinds of people that you're going to get in your salon. You're going to get people who don't have a very high... Um, opinion of what you do right because they don't care who does it well and you know and i've found out over the years that people who want to pay twenty dollars for a brazilian wax Mm -hmm. are not clients and they are actually more demanding than someone who will pay a hundred dollars for it yeah a hundred dollars will be back every time they will buy aftercare they will you know do what you say for aftercare they They will be back every month they respect your time And, you know, I mean, you kind of hate to put that on that monetary part, but if you can't afford to get your nails done, you can't afford to get waxed, then though I love our profession, it is not life or death. Right. So you need to wait, you know, you want clients that can afford to do this. You don't want clients who are calling going, well, my paycheck bounced or I didn't get paid this week. And so can you move me because I can't afford the $20? Like, Mm -hmm. I guess if that is the type of clientele you want, if that is your ideal client, then go for it. Right. But that causes you stress though. It really totally does. And you should be, you know, when you're making, when you're making your list of what your ideal client needs to be, that's what you're doing. You're you're writing down like, I want my clients to respect my space. I want my clients to understand that my family comes first. I want my clients yep. to, you know, all of these other things. Right. That, and, and that is what is going to um, bring you the clients that you love. So, you know. I want to touch on one little thing here that um, 
a lot of people ask us, you know, when you're building a clientele that you love, your family does not have to be included in this. No. Because a lot of times family members try to take advantage of it. And if they actually want family and friends, if they want to see you succeed, they will pay the money. Because if they want their hair done in a $500 balayage, Mm -hmm. if you don't give it to them for free, you know, or if you're like, well, I'm not going to do it, they're going to go somewhere else if they want it. So they are willing to pay someone. Mm -hmm. So if they respect you and your business, they will, they can turn into ideal clients. They can. And they are willing to just pay whatever, not expecting a family discount or anything because- they're coming to you because they trust you, mm-hmm. but they're still paying it. Well, and that's just it. Like your friends and family should want to see you succeed and they should want to help you succeed. Yep. And in order to do that, they need to also pay for their services. You know, like if you, you have a, you know, if your sister works in a doctor's office as yep. a nurse, she can't give you your doctor's appointment for free just because she works there. That's right. ridiculous. Exactly. And honestly, Heidi and I are the only, she is the only person I trade with. Yeah, that's for me too. Just because we are in this space and it, we have, it's just the two of us. Honestly, I don't know that we would if we were, we had more people here. We wouldn't if we had more no. people here because because it, then it would be expected that that would happen with all of us. Right. And if we worked in two different salons, it wouldn't happen. Nope. And we, I used to do it when I first started and it just got too complicated. It is too complicated because it's like, well, my service is this much. And so I, you know, like how many, how many nail appointments can I get out of my $200 service? Right. And I'm just thinking, um. Nope. And I just pay like for my facials, I pay for my, you know, all my massages, all my stuff. I just pay for them. Yeah. They pay, they come to me, they pay for it. And you really have to balance that out. I know some salons, what they'll do is they will do some trade where you just pay for the product Mm -hmm. and stuff and you get a certain amount a month. That's Mm -hmm. a lot of times in commission salons. Right. Um, But I find that, you know, just because you're in the same salon, they are also may not be your ideal client. Oh, yeah. More than likely they are not. No, because they're just kind of expecting it and get it done. And then a lot of times... You know, we can be so picky mm-hmm. in our industry mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah. And so finding someone that you resonate with who does your hair, right. finding someone that does the job you want, you do not have to go to someone in your salon. Well, and I'm, I'm really bad about it because I do, first of all, I was always taught to do my own nails because right. it's part of how I can advertise myself. Right. If I can do my own nails and I'm showing my client my nails and what I can do on them. Right. 90% of the time I will have at least one client who's like, I want what you have on your nails. Right. But majority of nail techs do that. Don't you think? I think that that is true. Or they, or they do trade with another nail tech. Right. There are nail techs that, that go to other people. I personally, I did that when I first started and, um, it got to be where the girl, like we were trading and the girl who was doing my nails was like finding excuses to not have to do nail art or, you know, things like that. And, but she was still expecting me to do it, to do all of that. So I just got to the point where I was like, I'm just going to really work to get good at me doing my own. Right. And, you know, for waxers, most of us do know how to do our own. Yeah. Though it sucks, Mm -hmm. you know, for over a decade I did my own and now I have someone who does it because I just don't want to do it myself anymore. I just, it, it's horrible. When I'm not, I'm my, I'm very particular about how my nails look. Yep. And so if I th- 
feel that I'm going to have to fix them after I'm out of that appointment. It was not worth me right. going. Right. And so, you know, like I would be the same way with my hair yeah. or anything else like that. Like if you are particular, then you need to figure out how to do it yourself or figure out how to describe right. it so that someone else can do what you want. But you also need to understand like the type of person you need to be an ideal client exactly. for someone because you can't expect to not be you know, respect someone's boundaries and do all of these, the same things you expect for your clients to do to you mm -hmm. because what you're putting out, you're getting back guys. And that's so, so very, very true. And we know like when you first start, you take everybody. Yeah. Yeah. And you just do. Yep. But as time goes on, those people who don't resonate with you, who aren't clicking with you right away, most of those people will leave right. on their own and yes. do their own thing. Um, the, and then you'll find the people that you do connect with and that you relate with and, yep. and, um, and you, you, those people will stay and, um, it does then tend to give you a better idea of what an ideal client is for you. Well, and the cool thing about an ideal client is they generally know other ideal clients. Yes. So, you know, they, building your business. They're huge with referrals. Referrals if, if are huge. If they're your ideal client, more than likely, uh, the, the only time I've ever had anybody who refused to give my name out, I and it was weird. They but, just didn't want to not be able to get into you. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, I'm not giving anyone your name because you're already hard to get into. And I'm like, thank you. I think. I'm not sure how to take that. But I'm going to drop a little hint right here when we're talking about referrals. Yeah. That Heidi and I have been talking about something super cool and oh we've worked God. with... Um, a woman we know who is amazing at marketing mm -hmm. and she is letting us in on some, uh, she's walking us through this really cool referral program. I'm so excited about and, it. Because we've been doing, you know, the starter kit, which mm -hmm. is great. But a lot of you have asked for more clients. That's yeah, you what you want. want. You're like, okay, I, I don't really want to know how to budget. That's fine. And people are, you know, are doing the course and that's great. But that's not what you want. What mm -hmm. you want is more clients. So we were like, so we figured it out and we're working to put everything together yep. so that we can, you know, get it out there for you guys. Hopefully in the next couple weeks, we're hoping about a month. Yeah. Everything should be out. It's going to be a really cool. There's a couple other components we're adding mm -hmm. to it. It's going to be like a boot camp. So you get it all in a really, sh not a super short amount of time, but this kind of referral program is like nothing I've seen before. Yeah. And it is going to blow your minds. Yeah. It's so freaking amazing. Yeah. Like, oh my God, when we were talking about it and starting to build it, it was like, oh my God. Yeah. Like literally, this is so going to bring you the ideal client. Like for, like Jess and I are rarely speechless really. Right. But like both of us were just staring at each other with this bewildered look on our faces and our eyes were like bugging out. And I, and the only thing I could think was mind blown. Right. Like the emoji was yeah, like. like I it, seriously, like we couldn't even talk to each other because we were so excited about it, but we didn't even have words. Like, and we have to wrap our mind about around it because it's going to be pretty epic and it's going to change a lot of things for you guys. So, you know, just hop into the Facebook group for sure. Cause that will be the first people who get yeah, access to it. Yeah. I mean, of course we'll put it, we'll mention it here. We'll put it on the, in, on our Instagram and Facebook, but if you want like first dibs at it. Yeah, get in that Facebook yeah, group. Yeah, hop in the Facebook group the because, Facebook group. Uh, you know, we started a new cycle of trainings and everything is 
awesome. Like yeah. there's some really cool stuff in there. We really are expanding a lot on this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But what's really great is that people are asking questions. Yeah. So you guys, questions are getting answered that we would never even know to answer for you. Exactly. Because you don't know what you don't know. Right. So really hop in there if you want to be in the know on this new uh, program. Program Because... I, yeah, still speechless. Yeah, so excited. Yeah, it's, it's going to be. It's like the most exciting. I'm like, yeah. woohoo! And not spending money on marketing. Yeah, I know, right? Just using the clients you have to build your business. Mm, you guys, you got to get in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so one of the things about um, the clients you love, and this is this is a hard thing because you will have people, you know, come to you and they aren't your ideal client and they don't have any idea that you don't like them that much. Or even if you don't like them, you just don't. But there's like a weird vibe. Yeah, you just like start I, feeling it. I do have a couple clients and I don't like their clients that I've not getting, gotten rid of because they see them like once a month. Right. And But like this one lady, she's like so freaking annoying. And she like she sits down and she's like, tell me a joke because she thinks I'm funny. And I'm like, hmm. She tells Heidi to change the music if she doesn't like it. Yeah, if she doesn't like the music, she's like, um, can you turn that off? And I'm just like, are you kidding right now? If she's my first client of the day, I don't even turn music on. Right. But, you know, like everything is very, um, it's a very one-sided relationship. She has no give for me at all. She nope. does not respect my time. She does not respect because she will come in and she'll be like, well, I know I didn't schedule this, but I need you to work on my ingrown toenails. Well, and, and like, uh, she just doesn't respect a lot of people because she comes in the parking lot and it's one angle oh. and she parks the other way. She does not leave spaces for people like in no, front of the building, like, takes up like three spaces. Yeah. And we don't have a big parking lot. No. She is not a... You know, she's not a bad person. She's just not someone you like that really vibes with. Well, she's very self-centered. Yeah. It's very interesting. And her energy is heavy. Oh. Her yeah. energy is really heavy. She's like an energy vacuum. They're called vampires. Energy vamp- vampires. Well, for some reason, I feel like vacuum for her works better, like a black hole. Oh, maybe a black hole. <laughs> but then we're what terrible you, people. Anyway. What do you do with someone like that if you really want to get rid of them? Well, and so... That's where, yeah, and that's where I was going with right. it, was that, um, so you don't have to keep those people as clients. If they're not working out for you and you're really having a hard time balancing this and you're just like, I can't have this person in my salon anymore, you are allowed to say to this person, you know what, I have appreciated you being my client, but this just isn't working out for the two of us. I really feel that it would be better, you know, if you found another you know, technician who um, maybe is more um, open to your appointment changes or, you know, because I've had, I had, we had a lady who changed her appointments constantly and then couldn't remember she changed. Well, the problem with her though, is she was um, sadly a raging alcoholic. Oh God. Yeah. She was drunk at nine in the morning. And then she takes some uppers and downers and yeah, it was weird. It was, it was sad actually, but we can't run businesses like Mm -hmm. that. And And she would like scream at me because she was like, well, I had an appointment and, you know, and I'm like, no, your appointment was yesterday. Well, and she would call and leave me messages and then immediately call Heidi and be like, where's Jess? I have to get in. Yeah. And I'm just like, we do not share a business. Well, and we don't live together. No. 
And so she was a tough one because Heidi was very kind and was like, you just, and all she said was, you need to find someone more flexible. And that is what I, I was yep. like, you know, this, and I said, you know, I, um, this really isn't working out. I said, I cannot be flat, you know, flexible with the time like you need. And so I feel that it would be best if you found a nail technician who can be more flexible with right. your schedule and who can work around what you need them to, because it's just not in my schedule to do right. that. And um, she flipped out. Yeah, she called you from other numbers and like yeah. left screaming voicemails. Yeah, and it was weird. And that will happen. But the yeah. thing is, is she's not here. Well, don't take it personally. No, I, and I, I didn't. I was like, okay, well, whatever. You can be mad, but you're the one with an issue. Well, and just the big Put thing the blame is, where it goes. Don't take it personal because no. people might not be happy um, that you fired them, but. In the long run, it's kind of like dating someone that you mm. shouldn't be dating. Yeah. And you can't, until you let them go, you can't get someone new in there. And that's or you shouldn't anyway. Right. <laughs> but, it, you know, and that's exactly it. Like, you have to be able to say to these people, you know, this just really isn't working. Like, I don't know if you feel it, but I feel that it's just not, we don't have a great right. connection. This isn't really working very well. And if you have someone that you think can do this person, like you could, that you can send this person to, right. do that. Yep. You know, unless this person, like, the, unless this client you're talking about is, like, insane, and then I wouldn't, like, I would never have sent that lady to that anyone. I fired to anyone, honestly. No. But, um, you know, but just because it's not working out for you doesn't mean that it won't work out for somebody else. And so if you know someone, you can give out their name and, their, and they'll be appreciative of that. Well, you can also call that other tech and say, hey, you know, I have this client, this and this and this. And they might be super laid back and be like, yeah, send them in. Yeah. But maybe reach out to them and let them know right. that you're going to. There is someone for everyone. Yeah. You know, you can find generally... You yep. can find someone who will fit in with, you know, the Everybody. way you want things to do or the way you want to do things. And so, um, you know, don't be afraid to let them go because they will find someone who's a better fit for them. And you will find someone who's a better fit from you. So don't go into it with this, but I need the money. Is their money really going to make or break you? Right. And is their money worth the stress? Right. Because I love coming to work. Like literally I can work for 10 hours a day, see 30 clients and I actually still, I'm lit up. I'm yeah. tired. Like my body is physically tired, mm -hmm. but I love coming to work because I have been able to weed out those clients that drained me. Mm -hmm. And I don't have very many left. Mm -hmm. And there's a few. I And unfortunately I did have one die a couple of weeks ago, but. Yeah, but she was 92. She was 92 yeah. and it wasn't that she was super draining she was just really because she was older right she was just harder to do right but um but she was a wonderful person yeah she was lovely but you know it was just one of those things where you know it was um she passed away and I was like okay well and what you've watched her de deteriorate for oh, years yeah and so that is also exhausting you know on well, you and, and it was and like like the last like two or yeah the last like two or three years every time her number came up on my phone I was like ah oh, crap because I was afraid it was going to be someone telling me that she was going to die so there or that she had died so for me like I loved her I really loved her as a client she was actually a really great person in the end it got tiring because I was constantly 
worried that I would right. get that phone call or something would happen when she was in the salon yeah. because she literally like she came in and got her nails done on a Friday and then died the following Friday. And so which kind of funny story. She did ask <laughs> Heidi if she would come to the mortuary and do her nails when she died. And Heidi looked at her straight in the face and said, nope, but you better just plan it so that you get your nails done before you die. Yeah, I was like, you need to get your nails done right before you die or I, that's not going to happen. And this woman you. was a planner. Yeah. Like she took care of all the bills and everything. Yeah. So I kind of laughed. I was like, oh, well, like she made sure to stay alive long enough to get her nails done because yeah. you weren't coming. Nope. But oh, it was so funny because she was like, okay. Yeah. When Heidi was like, nope. No. She's like, okay. It was hilarious though. Yeah. It was really funny because I was just like, I'm not. I'm not doing dead people's hands. I'm sorry. Right. And so I was like, you're just going to have to die right after you get your nails done. And, and she, she did. She giggled a little and she was like, okay. But she, I was like, well, she was always a planner. Yep. <laughs> no, but she did it. She followed through. Yep. <laughs> everything. Yeah. Yep. Everything. Anyway, so um, one of the rules, um, it's like, it's like literally my favorite rule of all. Yeah. It's the golden rule. Yeah, that's a good one. And it, it it literally is my favorite because you can use it in any context. Yep. And so you know how you like being treated as a client. When you're a client, you know how you like to be treated. Yep. And so if you treat your clients the way that you like to be treated, then you're going to get ideal clients. Yep. And you will end up keeping them because that is, you know, you just use the golden rule. Yeah, if you want to be pushed in and treated kind of rude and overcharged. And, and canceled on constantly. Yeah, and or running half an hour late for like everybody. Yeah. And not, you know, no big issue. Then yeah, be that, you know, if yeah. you're that type of client, then be that, you'll be that kind of practitioner. Right. And. But that's, and, but it's all up to you. And yep. so, you know, if, if you, you know, sometimes you really need to look within yourself and be like, is this actually something I'm, I'm. Is this this not my ideal client because it's not really not my ideal client or is it me? Yeah, or is it me? Is is it well, because I'm not doing something that I should be doing? Because I went through a hard time in my life and right. that did happen where yep. like that it was not the practitioner I was, but I went through this horrendous thing and um ended up being that that per practitioner who canceled and was running late and I was constantly tired and I hated going to work and right. it had nothing to do with my clients. Absolutely nothing. No, it, and a lot of it goes back to making that list because the third part of that list is who do you have to become mm -hmm. to be that ideal practitioner? Mm -hmm. And all of that comes down to the same thing. Like I want to be treated with respect. Mm -hmm. I want people to be on time. I want them to pay me if they miss their services. Yep. I want them to know that I am here to educate them. Right. I would do that for them. Yep. I would make sure that they were tipped well. I would make yep. sure I was on time or early. And I listen to my stylist when she says, this is what you use on your hair. Yep. Okay, thank you, because you're the one who knows these things. Mm -hmm. And so remember, go back to that and really... And then reevaluate your list every year because things are going to grow and change as you encounter different people. You're yeah. going to be like, oop, non-negotiable. Mm. Yep. Like coming in drunk, non-negotiable. But you know, when you <laughs> first get started, you're going to take every person and that there's nothing wrong with doing that when no. you first get started. No, not at all. But as time goes on, like throughout that maybe first year you're in business, you will understand that people will come and go and I don't care. Like I had a lady leave me and she'd been my client for 13 years and she got upset about something. And I was like, okay, sorry. I mean, 
and I apologized. I was like, I did, but you know, the mistake wasn't necessarily mine, but right. it wasn't really hers. But she, she was going through something. Yeah, and- she went through something. And so she was just like, well, I feel disrespected and it's been 13 years. And I was like, I'm sorry you felt that way. That isn't how I meant it. You know, and she's like, well, I'm finding someone else. And I said, you know what? That is totally fine. Well, and you have to look sometimes like her life situation. Things mm-hmm. didn't go the way she wanted either. Right. She was so upset. But, some other things had happened. Right. But just you can't take it personal. But I didn't. I couldn't. Like I was a little upset only because I, I of course, you're going to feel like a visceral reaction. At right. First. You're going to be like, wait a minute. What can I do to make things better? Right. But, you know, once I sat back and realized, you know, like this isn't. You know, if she's unhappy, I don't want her here. Right. And, um, you know, she's going through some other stuff and she'll figure it out. Right. And so, you know, and, but, you know, like there's always, if somebody leaves, like if I have clients who are like, you know, I can't just, I just can't afford to get my nails done anymore. It's not personal to me. I'm like, okay, well, you know, if you ever want to make an appointment again, you have my number. Well, and I have clients who do it all the time. I'm going through a divorce. I'm this, Mm -hmm. I can't do it. I'm like, okay. But I, and I do tell people, you know, straight out of the gate. Do three waxes before you decide it's not for you. And if they get to three and they're like, it's not for me, it's not personal. Right. They are obviously not a client, my ideal client, because I want someone who wants to get waxed, even if it sucks. Right. But I don't want them to dread coming in and thinking it's the most horrible thing they're doing in their life. Those are not the type of people I want either because then it takes me forever because they're sweating, they're in pain, they hate every part of the experience. I don't want that either. Yeah. So. And so, you know, just know the golden rule. Yep which is amazing. And then, you know, it's not personal. No. Unless, but, you know, unless you really do know it's personal. Right. And there are I mean, people, there are instances. There are people who are like that. But generally, it's not personal. So you don't have to get angry every time a client leaves or, you know, decides to do something different. It's yep. just not, it's not a personal thing. You just move on and find somebody else because you can always fill that hole. And generally then, once you find clients that you love and mm-hmm. your ideal client, they're not going anywhere anyways. No. So unless something financial, of course, happens. Well, or unless, you know, unless just something weird happens. Or there are a hundred and... Yeah, and, and where they pass away. Right. So, all right, guys, um, jump in that Facebook group, like I said, to go ahead. It's Confessions from a Beauty Business. Jump in there so that you can hear the new stuff that's coming out. Plus the weekly trainings, Wednesdays at 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Mountain Standard Time. <laughs> all right, we will talk to you guys next week.